Hey folks, before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to take a moment to say that if you are listening to this the day it comes out, then tomorrow, March 31st, Ross's project Crow Folk goes on sale. Uh, you can support him and support the podcast in a roundabout way by going to crowfolk.io and getting one or two or ten. All right, enjoy the show. Coming up on today's episode, you may hear information about different NFTs or investment opportunities. As always, we remind you, we are not financial advisors. This is not financial advice. And some of the information you hear may be inaccurate. Enjoy the show. Do your own research. Sorry. Fuck that bit up. Welcome to Nearly Fresh Topics. We're not quite cutting edge, but we're close. This is episode 13. In this podcast, we discuss uh, NFTs primarily, some cryptocurrency, a lot of fantasy. Uh, occasionally, we do uh, what you say, TV show reviews and uh, other stuff. We used to do comedy bits, so I'm not sure if we're continuing. We'll see. We we'll might. See. <laughs> if it comes back by popular demand, you know. That's why right. Not? That's right. Uh, but yes, uh, this is Jason. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's been a it's been a quick week, a, a fast mm. week. So much to do, but overall, I'm doing well. You know, we're two degrees above freezing outside, so it's like <laughs> summer, tropical. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I uh, uh, I've been trying to get outside the last couple of days because, in, in uh, joking aside, it's actually been like. 12 or 13 degrees above the last couple of days. So yeah, I've been trying to get outside, go for walks, not wear a coat, which is yeah. nice. <laughs> it's hard to do. <laughs> How about uh, yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I, I find myself not needing a scarf when I go outside these days as well. So it's it's very handy. I know I'm, I'm a bit of a wimp, really. I, I, I always have to put a scarf on because I'm afraid I'm going to get a cold. Uh, I mean, we may have freaking discussed this already, actually, in the first few episodes. Uh, I remember we were talking about having colds as a kid all the time, you know? Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, it's it's similar, I think. I, you know what? I think, I think you're slightly more northern than I, and I got the impression be. because you were able to see the northern lights better than us, <clears throat> or at least it sounded like it. I, I've not seen them yet. I even though, you know, Rosanna is always on uh, Facebook. There's like a page like for, you know, the, the Aurora is out. So you better go check it. Right, right. And and so sometimes you go outside and look, but uh, it's just never, never so visible, you know, whereas it sounded like you could see them from your window, even if it was a I bit can, light or something. I can yeah. uh, uh, from time to time. It's really good. Um it's it's kind of surreal it, it looks sorry I'm, I'm staring off into my window now as if i could <laughs> see them in the middle of the day but uh, no it, it's cool it's it's a really interesting phenomena and uh <laughs> you know you just get sort of like a green you don't get the brilliant stuff you would if it was like the middle of of the an open sky or something like that right because there's still lots of light pollution and stuff here but Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever read the is it his dark materials by philip pullman i never read it no uh-huh. no i watched the first season of the show mm-hmm. um the new hbo show or i guess it's not new anymore but 
-hmm. and then I, I never went back for the second season right I, right. I enjoyed it I just you know lost track of mm. who's got time well yeah totally totally but uh, yeah it, the northern lights just make me think of that and uh, I don't know there's some sort of magical sky kingdom going on I can't quite remember I enjoyed the book I just oh, can't yeah. remember what went what there's on. like a dust or something oh yeah yeah that's making ringing some bells yeah, yeah. <clears throat> dust and hey look at us talking about fantasy uh <laughs> as, as if as if that wasn't bound to happen right <laughs> exactly oh that's funny um yeah so what else were we talking about yeah uh northern lights they're cool <laughs> yeah, agreed agreed what about uh, there was another thing about northern lights there there was like light pillars so instead of like having the wavy stuff like the rather it was like actual lights going towards the bloody cosmos or something i oh. can't quite remember what it's called but uh, there's there's some cool google images if you type in like light pillars aurora borealis something or other not right. saying you do it now but you know no. some of the, some of the think of it sounds pretty cool everybody hang on a second i'm just yeah. gonna google look <laughs> i'm gonna leave all of this and no i'm just kidding in fact uh, why don't let's just wait until night time and see if it happens that's right yeah for the podcast yeah. <laughs> uh too <clears throat> cloudy today oh well uh i know you had some more renovations earlier this week those went okay mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, sort of. So we had the the, the, the digger and dumper back. Uh, but you have to make your joke now. If yeah, you the, the you know the girls you hire. Yeah, cranky, <laughs> uh, crack me up. Um, so yeah, we we got like the main job done, which was um, backfill the with some washed on and well put the drain in, backfill with some washed on, and then cover it up with soil. And we had a lot of extras we wanted to get done with the. The digger but uh just to run out of time so quickly you know even right. had it for three days but uh wow i know so we're gonna have to get it back some points next month when i have a bit extra time but uh yeah it's uh it's moving along nicely you could say okay good but it's annoying good it's annoying it's like uh i wish i didn't have to do this i wish you could just you know, yeah make art all the time but i'm mean you know so i'm like i'm not paying anyone to do this i can do it myself no, that's I mean, no that's problem. not mean necessarily. Thrifty, a little bit stereotypical, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Thrifty. Yeah, it's, it's a better word for it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, awesome. Well, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot, uh, both on this podcast and just in general, I think, especially in the NFT space, is um, how frequent rug pulls are now. And just... Mm -hmm. Just... Uh, it's becoming like it's 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 almost getting hard to recommend to mm. people to come into the space because of the amount of rug pulls like i still recommend mm. to come in obviously but man do you have to like come in on a project you trust that someone you trust recommended to you i would say yeah, yeah. and even then it's it's not a sure thing that you go don't get rugged no exactly <clears throat> um but Two men arrested for $1.1 million NFT rug pull scam. Mm. So uh, this is the first time I can remember hearing about real-world repercussions for a rug pull. Uh, mm. US, U.S. government prosecutors have charged two men with fraud and money laundering over a cryptocurrency rug pull scheme 
and then it gives their names, which we don't necessarily have to say on camera. Uh, no, what the hell? It's already been published, so we can't get in trouble. So Ethan Jeez. Wen and Ethan Wen and Andre Yakuna allegedly earned around $1.1 million by selling non-fungible tokens based on cartoon-like characters called Frosties. There they are, holding an ace of spades. Uh, and yeah, sold... 88 88 8,888 at $130 each, roughly. Uh-huh. Goddamn. And then, that within an hour. didn't do anything. <clears throat> Jesus. See, before we before we go further with this, right? Go back to the names and say that uh name again. Because I I whenever I see it, I'm like as Nguyen. I believe right? it's pronounced, it's I believe it's pronounced when. 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 Okay. I believe it could be Nguyen, but I think, uh-huh. but I think it's when. Well, it's definitely not Nguyen. No, that's me. It is not. No. School <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, what is this? But okay, cool. Uh, Ethan Nguyen. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Right. Never mind. We'll, <laughs> we'll fucking figure that out for uh, next time. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I am almost like, oh, I feel sorry for the two young lads who, who have to deal with this now but then again they fucking brought it on themselves you know yeah well, and, don't, uh, don't, don't steal from people if you don't want yeah, to get yeah, in trouble much. i guess pretty much oh god damn no it's good to see some uh some repercussions and uh yeah i hope they learn some fucking hard life lessons there yeah so yeah. uh yeah so, so everyone got their nft i assume but it was more of a yeah we're not going to execute on our um on our roadmap execute on our plan. yeah exactly no. that's what mm. it seems like yeah mm. uh it's shocking the project is coming to an end i never intended to keep the project going and i don't have a plan for anything in the future mm. it's something that one of the team members sent to one of their mods mm. huh. <clears throat> wow yeah that's crazy I mean, it's not crazy. It's believable, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So crypto rug pull schemes are extremely common, but criminal cases remain far less numerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, inter- sure. it's interesting that they were able to find the real people behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another interesting bit of NFT. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything more to talk about with that one. It kind of, that's why Ross shouts at you at the beginning of every episode to do your own research because uh, otherwise things right. like this happen. See, I just I just care so much that That's I have right. to shout it. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then Ukraine is selling a timeline of the Russian invasion as NFTs. Proceeds will go towards Ukraine's army and civilians. You know, mm. Ukraine has been doing some crazy stuff in the cryptocurrency world during this mm. um, during this war and. Uh, you know, they, they've raised funds in, in Bitcoin and Ethereum, and they've, I believe they've purchased armaments and, and, mm-hmm. and supplies for their army with cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're selling NFTs uh, in a timeline. The collection titled Meta History Museum of War associates blockchain tokens with a news item about every substantial event of the war. A total of 54 NFTs are currently listed. Fair FA. F-A-I-R dot X-Y-Z. X-Y-Z. 
I I don't know if there's more to say about that other than uh, you know I personally wish Ukraine well and and hope it comes out on top and if this is going to help with that then good mm -hmm. yeah totally I I agree with that I I saw uh, a bit of news earlier in the week or could have been could have been a while ago actually a couple of weeks maybe that Ukrainian farmers were selling tanks that they'd stolen from Russian forces. That's Did right. Did you see this one? Yeah. That's hilarious. We're selling and, on open sea. Um, and then I also... 50 ETH or something. <laughs> I also read that any money, I don't know if it extends to NFTs, I assume it does, but any money that Ukrainians make off of selling captured like let's say they they i don't even know how you would go about doing this and maybe mm. it was a joke from the ukraine government but they said yeah, yeah. Uh, they said if you make money selling uh any russian weapons you don't have to mm. declare it as income for tax purposes jesus it's it has been a it's been interesting to see there's been a lot of maybe outreach is the wrong words in the uh, nft communities but there has been a lot of like giveaways or uh yeah you know i'll sell this piece and donate to ukraine sort of thing so yeah i mean i'm sure i'm sure it's happening everywhere not just in our particular uh neck of the woods or, or our nft sort of space you know definitely sure yeah definitely um charity going on everywhere but uh, it's good to see it here as well agreed yeah it's nice when the community can come together uh, and, and, you know, despite all the rug pulls and everything else, um, it really, the NFT community is remarkably nice and, mm -hmm. and connected and tight. And, you know, like any other industry, it's got, you know, maybe 10% of bad actors, but the rest of the mm -hmm. people are, are pretty good. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, I feel that because we're in a sort of ecosystem that, is often high risk high reward and it moves very quickly and you need a certain attitude to keep up with it i think that makes the nft and crypto communities quite special in the sense that there's a particular drive that people have and when these people come together well for example me and the dbw yeah. you know <laughs> That is right. I am the ye, ye oldie speak, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, I would say relatively intelligent people. Actually, don't no, forget about it. <clears throat> but no, like we, I know we do have a sort of go get them attitude. I would say we're pretty driven towards a certain goal. Basically, the point I'm making is we are similar people that have come together and have started their own thing and wag me basically, you know, we're, we're going to build something. And, and yeah. I think this is what the NFT space sort of promotes is because you find people of similar ilk that are very driven, that are creative. And because it's moving so quickly, you're forced to try something new and total build right. quickly and sort of snowball, you know, there's a lot of synergy going on here. So it's, right. uh, it's a hell of a thing when you think about it. Eh? it it's, it's a space where certain people want to be and yeah. the, these people build together, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah. people come together of similar ilk and they create that synergy and it's like just up, 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 and up, yeah. up, 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 yeah. up, and up. I agree. <laughs> Good. As it should be. Uh, <laughs>
Uh, awesome. So yeah, continuing with the NFT, not news, but you have a project for us. Yes, sir. Now, you know what? I, I think, I don't think I've shared this one before, but you tell me, I think I've discussed this with you before, but I've never featured it. This is the Explorer series by Fedos Art. And it's sort of in the same vein as you remember, I was showing you the Crypto Geisha before, which has like the same silhouette. Uh, sort of a Mario or a Mario uh, Mickey Mouse style shape and then the face changed every time like you had a Darth Vader you had like a, a potion a witch or whatever uh, a Chewbacca that sort of thing this sort of follows the same model or the the same yeah the same model it's like the same template you have a single character just in the same stance on the same set of stairs Let me zoom in that's cool. Oh, and, yeah. It's the background that changes, you know, which I okay, find yeah. is pretty, pretty great because, you know, some, some artists are just great at environments, you know, and mm -hmm. I like this idea of your, the environment being like the main character in, in yeah. certain aspects, you know? Yeah. So, I, re I remember not this project, but another one you showed early early on where yeah same thing it had different different backgrounds like i think you said toronto was a background and and different cities were a background anyways yeah this is yeah i like this so yeah it's pretty cool like uh when when i was watching this being released i think this was like mid-year last year maybe could have could have been a bit more recent but uh i was watching these go for like you know three uh point three point four ETH each and it seemed to be just like doling them out like smashing them out like no nobody's business you know is you know like 10 every week or something it's like jesus that's that's a good good earner you know and uh and it looks like uh i i must have showed you this before actually but yeah like i say i don't think i i don't think we featured it i just mentioned it did i not show you this before like there was a lot of heavy textures and then sort of glossy stuff maybe i didn't I mean, it's but anyway. possible, but I, <laughs> I, I'm drawing a blank if you did. No, no, it doesn't matter. But uh, I can't remember what we're saying. But anyway, it was uh, this guy does good stuff. And look at this one, for example. Just like completely out there, almost psychedelic, almost like space cosmic, who knows what um, yeah. backgrounds and great colors. And I don't know, he just does a great job. I think this one's selling for set 1.55, which is fucking decent. I mean, it's a chunk, good chunk of money uh, that I would like to get as an artist, but, uh, you know, maybe I should fucking start an Explorer series. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you've got, it's, it's, it's possible you've got something coming out shortly that, uh oh, could maybe. could could do as well could do as well or better yeah well fingers crossed bitcoin one like that all right well yeah anyway it was just uh i've not much more to say about this just you know single single character in a great uh awesome background very cool colors very trippy very futuristic very god knows what but i don't know it's a it's still a great project i love it uh yeah. And it is quite accessible in, in some areas. So, for example, let's check the, the buy nows. 
So this one, for example, is below 0.1 ETH. Yeah. 0.1 ETH would be about 300. It's gone, yeah. it's gone up, has it? ETH's gone up, yeah. Yeah, it has gone up, hey, that's right. All right, well, so yeah, it's... Uh, Oh, accessible is maybe the wrong word. It's it's not it's not fucking over the moon anyway. It's a it's a decent price if you're. Uh, you know, yeah, three three hundred dollars is is reasonable for an NFT in most yeah. cases. Yeah, for Agreed. for a one on one sort of handmade art. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, that's oh, that's like, my. I like that one on the. I like that one on the top right. Is it a Death Star okay. or is it a ball or is it? It's like uh, a. Pac-Man Gone Wild. Oh, cool. This is the one, right? Yeah. yeah. Huh, interesting. Yeah, that's that's my recommendation of the week. Fedo Sarks. Okay. I, I, Fedo I've Sarks. actually not heard. I've not seen many tweets from him recently. I've not been looking, mind you, but... Uh... <sighs> that's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> You're tired. We're both, we're all tired. That's why this episode's going to be 12 minutes long yeah. by the time we're done with it. I was, I was just talking away there, and I'm like, good lord, my, uh, my presentation. <laughs> is really yeah. it's, not, it's not great to begin with, I feel. It's quite jittery, but today is like, oh, Jesus. That's funny. Nah, you're good. We're good. Who knows? Right, I mean, I, I, uh, I uh, I've been saying I uh, I uh, um, uh, all all episode long anyways so we've acknowledged it now so it's yeah. so it's fine you know that's right we can do it as much as we need to exactly. uh, so today as we're recording is March twenty fifth hmm. and that means we should be on to chapter thirteen in the Wheel of Time. That's According right. to our web 1.0, I love saying that, uh, web page. So we're right <laughs> here, March 25th, 13, 13, 13. Len, Len begins teaching the boys how to use their weapons. They change directions to avoid a farmhouse. So, you know. Okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, so presentation for the people who don't know what we're talking about. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> so... Penguin and I, or Penguin, Jason, Jason and I <laughs> decided that we were going to reread the Wheel of Time uh, in the same real time calendar as our own calendar, basically. Someone went right. and read all the chapters and put them in the dates of our calendar as they would be in the Wheel of Time's calendar. So basically, all the events from chapter one to six happened on the 23rd of March. All the right. events of chapters seven to 12 happened on the 24th of March uh, and so on and so forth. So you read the book like that. And the first two days of this was very intense because yeah. uh, we've said before, Robert Jordan is not a small chapter guy. Uh, and in fact, like the first 10 chapters are about six hours worth maybe maybe more i'm not sure yeah <clears throat> yeah a long long as long chapters a long time um so how, I, how are are you caught up or did you so reach? i am i am okay. caught up i managed to catch up this morning but i did have to abandon my plan to read and i went with the audiobook mm -hmm. um 
got uh, uh, signed up with a popular audiobook company starting with A and got two <laughs> free credits. And hopefully that'll be enough to see me through. And uh, because I think what I'm going to do, again, what I'm going to try is to actually read on the days where we only have to read a little bit of a chapter. Yeah. Because I think that's going to be hard to figure out audiobook wise maybe maybe yeah. maybe not um so yeah i think like today i'm going to try to read a bit of 13 tomorrow we we basically have today through the 29th to read mm -hmm. up to a certain point in 13 we won't say yeah. which point i mean you can see it on screen but if you're trying to avoid spoilers don't look at the screen i guess um <laughs> and then on march 30th mm -hmm. we finish 13 read all of 14 so that's where we'll be, well, that's when this will have aired, will be March 30th, but uh, yeah, when right. we next, who knows when we'll next record, and uh, at that point, who knows where we'll have to be up till, but uh, yeah. Yeah. so probably. Yeah, I, think, I think basically we could say that if anyone's doing it in real time, we will be speaking about it a week afterwards, basically, that's because right. we record, <clears throat> sorry, we record a week before we release, essentially. That's right. That's right. Some days. So some weeks. So, <laughs> some days, but right. I mean, this week's just gone gone yeah, crazy. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so, um, what? Any uh, impressions? Like, so this yeah. is my second read through. Okay. So I I've only read it the once, and now I'm reading it a second time. And already I'm picking up some things that I didn't before now that I'm familiar with the characters and familiar with the world and whatnot. Um, none spring to mind immediately, but if you have any comments, I'm sure I can chime in every so often. Um, I, I've, read the, I've read the series, I've read books one through ten twice, because when I first read the series, it only went up to book ten. Right. And then I took many years off and then i think that was right around when robert jordan died as well so by the time 11 came out or 12 or maybe i waited until all 14 were out mm -hmm. i started again rather than starting from book 11 i started again at book one and oh, this is now this is now the third time i've attempted to do this follow along read read along uh, thing mm -hmm. um so i've read the first chapter of the first book at least five times but uh <laughs> beyond that you know beyond that it's been at least 10 years since i've read any of the books so i'm right, right. definitely picking up things um i love um absolutely love what a slow burn it is for the first like mm -hmm you know, books one through or chapters one through nine is really kind of a slow burn right up until um, right up until I guess the attack at Rand and Tam's farm happens mm -hmm. and then it mm -hmm. kicks into action. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that was that impression. That, that was the thing that stood out in my mind, how, how slow the first few chapters are, but not slow in a boring way, just slow mm. in a let's take everything in kind of way. Mm. Mm. And then, um, and then it picks up the pace. Yeah. I, I wasn't, uh, I was enjoying the, the, the setup basically, you know, like the, the, the village, the characters, the, the history. Yeah. Um, 
there was no there was no need for me to be like all right yeah 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 action please action uh, i was happy to just sort of bask in the uh the building the the world building right and uh uh one one of the things i noticed was um the the writing was it felt quite knowledgeable in mm. certain things so for example there's some archery terms that you're right. like oh okay know nothing about but clearly someone who does know something about can use these terms and have right. them make sense something about like feeling for the knock of an arrow i don't know what that means exactly but i assume robert jordan knew what it meant yes. so that i can press there he, there's some knowledge of like uh, horses like for example a gelding i believe uh, i do not know is a male that got his balls chopped off young oh i think um and, I don't know. And I, I don't know. I don't know what that horses. does. To, no, no, same, same. I don't know what that does to the horse, but someone who it talks pissed, about horses pisses it off. Well, yeah, I'd be pretty pissed off, <laughs> to say the least. Emasculated, um, maybe. Emasculated, but then again, if you, I guess you don't know it. You don't know. Um, yeah. Here's an interesting um, thing. Actually, I'll go back to while we're talking about horses, I'll go back to sharing the screen for a second. Um, mm -hmm. Right here in uh, during the chapters 10 to 12 part, uh, mm -hmm. it says right here, Rand, Rand unknowingly channels to restore Bella's strength. Mm -hmm. And I, I had never caught that until until I read that the first time that mm -hmm. I read this website and basically I, and, and I was listening for it um, mm -hmm. this time. And yeah, basically like there is a, there's a point where they're describing Rand and Bella and, and you can kind of infer, Oh, maybe that's where the channeling happened. And then yeah. later on when Moraine is going to uh, restore all of the horse's health or, um, mm -hmm you know, because the horses were exhausted and she was channeling to make them feel better. She said, oh, Bella, she, like, she says, Bella seems the most or to need it the least or whatever. Yeah, yeah I remember that part. And uh, and I just thought to myself, oh, well, I guess Bella's got great stamina, you know, right. <laughs> so I didn't, didn't catch that um, channeling at all. I mean, but Bella, yeah, is, a good, Bella cool. is a good horse. So, uh, <laughs> you know, Bella, Bella is in my Bella is probably one of my favorite characters, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I, I gathered that for some reason. Um, but hey, if you if you like Bella, who am I to fucking shit in your breed? <laughs> yeah, it's just a yeah. dumb horse, right? Just a dumb horse. Don't say that about my Bella. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, uh, oh, another thing. Um, just for like the knowledge uh, of the writing, like he's talking about making cider and making brandy. And another interesting thing is like some they weren't quite hard through the winter. You know how you get hard cider? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that means. Again, I don't know how you make a cider hard or non-hard. I don't even know how you make cider, I, but I know that it's to do with apples. Hard cider is just, alcoholic. And soft cider is not. Right. Okay, right. Well, that makes sense, I suppose. Um, so is this sort of thing that you pick up on? Like, usually if I don't understand something or when I first read the books, if I don't understand something, I'll just fucking forget about it. Like, ah, fuck that. Um, the world's very confusing. Uh, I don't need any more confusing, uh, confusion. 
but like not these days i'm like yeah what, what the fuck does that mean yeah i want to i want to know more and so yeah. yeah it's just like these little things that i pick up on that i don't know and i'm like well it just gives this impression of if there's a lot of things that i don't know in a book then i'll just be impressed i'll be like oh this is deep you know there's a lot of lots of things that i don't understand and it, right. for me it just sort of pulls me in you know it's like That's i need to i need to pay closer attention to learn more um, the audiobook that I bought, um, and I'm sure, well, maybe there's not several versions, but it was uh, narrated by Rosamund Pike. Did you get the same one? Oh, really? No, I got yeah. some old, I got some version that was recorded in like 2005 or something. I see, I see. Um, well, when I was listening to that, well, for those who don't know, Ros- Rosamund Pike is a producer in, in the series that we watched. Well, and she plays, like and she sort. plays Moraine. Yes, and she plays the <laughs> Moraine, the uh, well, the the first Aes Sedai that we see. Moraine Sedai. I was guessing to that, by the way. I didn't, I didn't Wait, forget. Oh, I so I thought you were like, oh, I don't know who she is, a producer <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. I There's don't know. A, I, I saw the name in there somewhere. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but a, a talented actor, and and it shows when she's reading the book is actually very well done. It's it well. It's the first time I've listened to an audiobook with a woman speaking, funnily enough. Okay. And I think it's the first time that I've listened to an audiobook that was read by an actor. Okay. And and both are very pleasant, you know. Um, but you can tell she's a great actor because there's a lot of effort put into it and uh, a few accents here and there that I, uh, I don't care for, you could say. <laughs> but, you know, I don't mind. Yeah. It's a good performance anyway. It's uh, when That's she's good. reading the book, it's quite, quite engrossing, so... Uh, I don't. I'm happy with it. I don't really like the guy who's doing my <laughs> narration. Um, right. He's he's fine. It's it's interesting. He's fine when he's doing like slight voices for the characters, oh. but his main narrating voice is just kind of like I don't know. It's a little flat yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little flat. One of the things that I I found myself doing was also thinking about like not just changes between the book and the show, but um, all, it almost changed my perception of like... Sorry, hold one sec. Your cat was like leaning towards the microphone. We could hear it purring, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep that in the podcast. Jason, the cat whisperer, you know? <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, that's okay. <clears throat> you were saying... Um, so I almost was like... You know, I, I previously had my own images of Moraine and Lan in my head, and now I find myself mm. like picturing Rosamund. Mm. Funnily enough, actually, not really picturing Rosamund Pike so much, but definitely picturing uh, Daniel Henny. Is that his name? Mm. I think that's his name. Who played Lan? Um, mm. I definitely see him more. More of that now. Mm. Interesting. I think I am the other way around. I, I see more Moraine than I do Lan. As in, I see more Rosamund Pike than I do uh, Daniel Henny. Yeah. Does that make sense? Interesting. Yeah, that... Yes. I, yes, it does okay. make sense. But, because but even then at, again, I'm listening to Rosamund Pike in the, the earphones. So yeah, maybe that would explain why. Could explain why. Because I hear a bloody voice, you know. Yeah, because I still... I don't know. And then the other thing that I thought was really interesting and I had forgotten was in the show, 
they show they actually show the attack mm -hmm. from from the trollocs and the and the fades um mm -hmm. and they show moraine and lan taking care of business but in the book right. we're just in the book we're just told about it they don't actually yeah. we just hear it through recaps yeah. so that's yeah. that i think that was a good choice for the show yeah do you remember later in the uh, a bit later in the book, during the pursuit, I guess, of uh, the party, like the, the Trollocs and the Fades are still following, that Moraine does have to stop and make a stand and shoot lightning down at them and everything and uh, make a big fuss over it, basically. Uh, I don't know if I, I remember I think, that. That's still okay. coming up? or Yeah, it's still to come. Um, and I think it happens. I can't remember. It's been, it's been a while since I read it, but... My feeling was just for the, the TV show, you know, they sort of have to condense things. Right. It's like, all right, let's let's take this fight scene and just put it in here in episode one and get it over and done with, you know, just so we have a fancy fight scene, basically. Right. So I think I think that was some some clever movie making shit. It's like, all yeah. right, we'll just Instead of fighting the, the Trollocs here, we'll just make sure and show it in, in, in two rivers or something. Right. It's two rivers, eh? Not two Emmons rivers, Field. Emmons Field. Well, at two rivers is like the county, I think, and Emmons Field is like the city, the town. Yeah, the town. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the the village. Um, yeah. And then Rand lives on the outskirts of mm. of the village. Um, the other thing that I I liked was when they sunk the Terran ferry. You know, in the show, in the show, it's obvious that Moraine caused it to sink, right? Everybody knows. Yep. But in the book, they don't even tell the, they don't even tell the reader, right? Like the mm -hmm. reader, the, re the reader has to assume that Moraine sunk yeah. it or not, but it's not explicitly yeah. told. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. It, it was... Um... Either was that like a what would you say an early sort of she's speaking to Lan and they're like hey well something has to be done with this ferry yeah and then you know pages later something does happen with the ferry so it's like right. there's hints but yeah you're never you're never told really and you also get right. the you get the idea like oh wow Lan is Lan is Lan and Moraine must have unlimited resources because they're just handing out gold like nobody's business <laughs> and it's not a you know they don't seem to be running out or anything no. yeah that's true that's true all right well yeah any I can't remember i think i think that's it for me any, no any i more impressions i thought to myself oh i should really make notes as i'm listening to this and then i didn't so <laughs> No, I think that's uh, I think that's good. We uh, we'll we'll have chapters thirteen and and fourteen to discuss next week, maybe or maybe just mm -hmm. chapter thirteen. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it would be fun once we're done the read through again in two and a half years from now. Um, <laughs> well, I was gonna say it would be fun to watch the show again after that, but we'll we'll have season two at least by then, maybe even season three. So, yep. fingers crossed. Yeah uh cool all right nft news and and wheel of time and and uh uh your project uh Fedor fedora fedora <laughs> yeah, something like that fedos, fedos, fedos. art 
Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, so uh, as always, th thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, feedback, um, if you know how to make hard cider, um, you know, <laughs> give us a give us a shout. Give us a askNFTpod at gmail.com. Oh, there's another tale coming into view. AskNFTpod at gmail.com uh, or our website, nearlyfreshtopics.com. All right, fresh. Out.